you'll be saying no when you listen to the Chardy Node Zone. I don't, I don't know why that, why I thought that would be a good intro. Hello, yo, everybody. Welcome. The fuck is up? It's Jardy B10, and welcome to a Node Zone. I hope you enjoyed that sick new intro, courtesy of Baraka. It sure was good, wasn't it? Probably the best intro ever. Totally 100% worth fucking around downloading his... Actually, even am I even able to do this? I'm talking about this before I've even done it. I'm wondering if it's even possible for... Or how much of a hassle it's going to be for me to download his his track, which isn't that straightforward. Like, I'm probably going to have to record it off Audacity and then pull his garbage fucking intro off and then plop it at the beginning of this one. Good God. Not even worth it. Anyway, today, there's lots going on. It's the off-season. The draft just happened. You know what I'm going to talk about? Not the draft. I am not qualified to weigh in on the draft at all unless it's the VHLM draft, in which case I'm still not qualified to weigh in on it because I haven't been... I haven't done all my homework yet. Probably should, though. Could probably be effectively GMing Halifax. I did start some... a little bit of scouting, but I got busy and and haven't been. I should probably get back on that, though. In the meantime, I'm just going to give you my hard-hitting analysis of one particular trade. Just the one particular trade. And that trade was between Davos and Riga. It was the most controversial trade that happened. It had so much discussion around it. Uh, And I'm here to fucking tell you what's going on there. So, on Wednesday at 8.53 a.m. in the trade section... Uh, Davos received the rights to old fuck Alex Johnston uh, from Riga in exchange for their season... I can't talk. Season 87 uh, third round pick. Davos's own pick. Um, Now, the logic behind this trade... This is actually fairly typical value uh, if you're trading a player's rights away. You know, you're they're going to test, they're about to hit free agency, you can't re-sign them, they tell you they're not going to come back to your team. Uh, so whatever, you get whatever you can out of them in the off-season. Uh, so yeah, third and fourth kind of draft picks is what you'll typically see for this trade, um, or for this type of trade, rather, and this trade was no different. However, the big fucking difference with this trade <laughs> is that Davos's GM is Alex, and of course, Alex is going to sign his own player um, for his final season. Um, and everyone knows that. It's not like he's like, oh, like, give me their rights. Maybe I can persuade them uh, to join the team before free agency discussion opens. No, he's just, you can just sign him. There's no discussion to be had. Arguably, this is tampering. Because Alex has been talking to himself for months on end well before well before this free agency discussion opened so that's some bullshit but that's just uh, that's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms <laughs> i'm joking mostly or am i um but no in conclusion 
I do not feel Riga got nearly fair value for this. Um, now, before I say anything at all, I don't want this to turn into a Mexican cow type situation. Like, I'm not here to beat up on, on Hedgehog. I'll start by playing Devil's Advocate to myself first. Um, yeah, there he was facing the prospect of just not getting anything for, for Alex Johnston, and, you know, getting a third is something. Um if it's between getting a season 87 third and not getting anything at all, then, I mean, directly it does uh, benefit Riga the most to get something out of the player, you know? So to be fair, that is the case. Um, to be less fair, yeah, I... And I get... Actually, no. Before I get into less fair things, I will also say that this strikes me as a trade uh that you know probably wasn't very complex of trade talks you know uh i imagine alex approached hedgehog and was like i would like my own player i'm going to free agency anyway i'll give you a third that's fair sometimes you only get fourths and hedgehog was probably like okay sounds good you're a good guy we're both good guys let's make it happen um, so for the sake of even, like, keeping a friendly rapport and a friendly working GM relationship, it's also fairly good in that regard. Um, perhaps somewhere down the line, uh, in a way, maybe Alex can kind of return the favor to Hedgehog one day or whatever. He'll remember that he's really easy to deal with, uh, and perhaps... Riga can get some more benefit uh, out of trade talks in the future. Because I know, like, I, I haven't... It's been a while since I've actually GM'd, and I've just been assistant GMing in Halifax. But, I mean, there's some GMs, even in my little time, and even as little of a role as I had in actually doing trade talks, uh, that I didn't want to fucking deal with, you know? Some people are just annoying to talk to, and you'd just rather look at every other team... Um, then have to deal with uh, a particular GM or two or whatever. So those are the pros of this trade for Riga. Overall, though, I think they got fucked. They got fucked, okay? They got absolutely fucked. Um, Alex, that stingy, that fucking slippery, tricksy little motherfucker manages to get freaking his own player who's a very good player like one of i'd say a top player in the league you never really know how a certain player is going to do from season to season and he is in his final season so he's been hit with his hardest version of depreciation um but damn yeah he got an elite player for a third round draft pick which is absolutely wild um and the thing is, is that I really think Riga could have got more out of this because they just had more leverage over Davos than, you know, was presented. Like, yeah, Alex could have been like, yeah, I'll give you a third or I'll just give you nothing and you'll get nothing. Like, I'm not going to give you more than the third. I don't need my own player. There's plenty of free agents. I can sign a different free agent, you know. I don't need my own player, which is maybe right, but it's not guaranteed. You know, he doesn't guarantee to get a player like, you know, how many forwards even are there of, of Johnston's caliber in free agency right now? A few, I think, depending on what the Helsinki kids do. Like, yeah, I'm looking at the... Let's look at everybody over 800 TPA. 
for forwards. Uh, so you got Nico Pierce, maybe. Uh, Baby Bob is currently a free agent. Bogdan Trunov, uh, Taylor Morning, maybe Nazuko, and Anze McLabs, and Henri Le Massif. So these are all kind of similar caliber players. And in fairness to Davos, they probably would have had an okay chance of getting at least one of those players instead of their own. But by the exact same token, I was using an 800 TPA cutoff there. Alex Johnson has 1100 TPA. So, I mean, he's even a step up from anyone I mentioned there, except for like Nico Pierce and I guess Baby Bob would be the next highest. Nico Pierce has 1100, Baby Bob has 938 at the moment. I don't know how up to date these numbers are. Um, so, I mean, he's a step up. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's a pretty bold gamble on his part. I, I suppose he didn't need to necessarily sign a forward either, but at any rate, he got his player for a third. He wouldn't have been able to sign his player through a free agency. He maybe could have signed another player who wasn't as good. Maybe. And probably they're a pretty good team. I would have signed there. <laughs> you know what? That's why I'm actually pissed is because <laughs> if Alex didn't go and sign his own fucking player here, I could have probably signed there instead. And that would have been cool. But now they don't have cap space. They're not going to sign my player. So what kind of dumb bullshit is that? Anyway, in conclusion, uh, typically I think if you're selling a rental, which is essentially what this trade actually was, you know, Alex had a little bit of extra leverage in that he could have walked away and Ryu could have got nothing out of it. But this is essentially a sign-in trade, or sorry, a, a rental-type uh, deal. And, you know, for one season of a player of Johnson's caliber, kind of the usual, depends on season to season, but the usual market value for something like that is a first-round draft pick. Um, so that being said, Riga probably could have got a second-round draft pick in this deal. Uh, at least a second-round draft pick. But Alex is a tricksy motherfucker. Um, and, yeah, Hedgehog just wanted something. He wanted to be guaranteed something. And, you know, so did Alex, but just for cheap <laughs> is ultimately how I see this deal broken down. Um, anyway, that's my thoughts on this one particular trade. Um, and that's, I guess, all I have to say about that that I can remember for now. Um, tune in to my full podcast. I'm going to continue talking about free agency, but specifically Poopy Pee Pants. He is, damn, I was going to say the best available defenseman, but he really isn't. But he's top three available free agent defenseman. Um, so if you tune into my next podcast, you'll get the inside track on where I think he should land, where I want to go, where I can't go, where I won't go, where I might go. Uh, so fucking hold on to your dicks and get hyped for that fucking episode. Yeah, tune in. Tune in, bro. And until next time, uh, have a fucky one, have a fucking wonderful time. I need a new sign off. Christopher Tots is back. I can't say I love you anymore. Bye.